0: Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Clerks One Minute at a Time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Starkotch. Today we're covering minute thirty of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest Star Wars minute ever. And why is it the best Star Wars Minute ever? Because we are joined by one half of Star Wars Minute, Alex.
1: <laughs> Greetings, nerds. It's me, uh-huh. Alex Robinson, from the Star Wars Minute podcast.
0: Yes, and uh, so everybody out there, if you have a, an iPod or an MP3 player just full of 35 movies by minutes, this is the person you have to thank and or blame.
1: <laughs> I accept no responsibility
0: for anyone. Uh,
1: <laughs> In the words of Han Solo, it's not my fault.
0: All right. So minute thirty begins with um, talking about the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, and ends with arguing about construction. So Alex, we're really gonna take you outside of your knowledge base here, and we're gonna talk about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yes, I. Uh, I did a lot of studying. I'm all ready. I watched the movie to prepare Star Wars. I mean, not clerks. <laughs> and uh, it was
0: pretty good. <laughs> I meant to ask you, have you ever been on a uh, Movies by Minute where you have to discuss your actual movie, <laughs> except for your own? Wait, what do you mean? Like, you're talking about Empire and Jedi, but you're not on your own Minute Podcast anymore. Oh, that's like, true.
1: Pretty sure yeah. when you're
0: on, a, like, a, when you go over to Back to the Future, you don't talk about... <laughs> They're not talking Star Wars at that time.
1: Well, I think the first time we were on Back to the Future, they—they, they, I'm pretty sure they arranged it so we'd be on the I am Darth Vader, then it is your density. that you know The mention, the one-time Star Wars is referenced. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we got that one. That was, but yeah, for yeah, the most part. Perfect. And actually, when we were on Indiana Jones and uh, in the Temple of Doom, we did the minute that had Club Obi-Wan in it. Yeah, so the it? Club
0: Obi-Wan, the, yeah, the, yeah. where the, the hieroglyphics <laughs> Yeah, everybody does the same thing, they're like, where can I find some sort of, some vague Star Wars (laughs) connection?
1: Yeah, yeah, but you guys definitely have, this one is like pure Star Wars, so uh, you guys win.
0: I I have to start off right at the beginning, Uh, the first line out is, when he's talking about which one do you like better, Jedi, Jedi or Empire Strikes Back? I didn't know that was ever in doubt. Was there ever a time where Jedi was considered the superior film to Empire?
1: Well, yeah, and he even says, "Oh, Empire," and the guys like, and the other guys like, blasphemy, like, like, oh my gosh, how could you pick Empire over, over Return of the Jedi when that's like a, that's it's a no brainer, like they say.
0: Yeah, I just didn't know. I, I, when I was younger, I, I maybe a lot of people went through this because I was, you know, I was you know, five, six, seventy years old when they all come out. When I was a kid, I preferred Jedi. I guess because it. it I was just, just the same Kid centric. It's got. The Ewoks in it. It's a little easier to follow. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's only when you I think you get a little older, you're like, "Oh, I see." Uh, and yeah, Empire is actually probably a better movie. Actually, as a kid,
2: I thought Empire was a little boring. As a kid, okay. until I rewatched it as an adult. Off this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just got kicked off, and okay. I'm deleted. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, on our show, we whenever we have guests on, we te- we ask them to uh, rank all the Star Wars movies. You know, uh, usually people go from best to worst, and uh, most of the time, Empire is on there. But lately, uh, I was particularly with younger people, we've been getting more Return of the Jedi's popping up in like the in the top two. So uh, maybe it's it's stock is rising.
2: We had a guest a week ago that. Second trilogy as his favorites. The prequel trilogy. <laughs> the prequel trilogy as his favorites. No. We did tell him we needed to talk to you guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you should definitely. Listen, the right they still have another prequel movie to go. You need to. You need to contact him immediately. The pool of people that love the, tr- the uh, prequel trilogy is not a deep one to get people out of. Yeah. Yeah, I think like most people, like I watched the prequel trilogy. and I'm like, all right, that was a that's a thing that happened. That's about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I going to say in general about this this whole uh, exchange here between them. And uh, when I first saw this movie, this scene particularly was like outstanding because I think it was really the first time a Star Wars had been like discussed in a pop cultural type ninety. The nineties seemed like that's when like Quentin Tarantino and stuff started started including like pop cultural references, and this is the first time Star Wars showed up in another really another movie that I can remember and it was just so like refreshing and I was like these guys talk just like they do you know they're just like
2: yeah, and they made Kevin Smith actually. Kevin Smith actually mentions that he wrote this scene from a true experience. He said him and Scott were sitting at a diner talking about Star Wars, and he said the guy next to him kept moving closer and closer to <laughs> hear what he was saying, because he couldn't believe they were talking about Star Wars. Yeah. That's
0: really funny. This was, this was the dark time before the nerds rolled, where to discuss Star Wars <laughs> in an open forum, you could become the subject of ridicule. <laughs> If you were, and not like uh, the cool Star Wars, like oh, you throw out a Darth Vader line now and again, that was okay. But anything else was a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so now, of course, everyone constantly mentions Star Wars. You can't walk two feet without tripping over Star Wars. Oh yeah, I went
0: to a. I'm sure Chris has had this experience. I went to Disney World last year, and oh yeah, it's a ton of mm-hmm. ton of uh, Disney stuff, but. There's a Star Wars thing every five seconds. There's a.
2: Well, they're actually building Star Wars
0: Land right now too. There's a, my, my family picture that hangs <laughs> up in our main room is of my wife, my daughter, me, and Chewbacca. <laughs> it's hung completely unironically. All right, so we're gonna. Well, I believe I have the same picture. I try to mention something that's non-Star Wars related, which there's not a lot of in this minute. Did anyone notice the uh, the bottle of YooHoo that came out? No, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. A glass that. bottle you know. you still can get, but this was also back when, before they had the big open mouths. This is when they still had the big bottles yeah. and the tiny little mouth, and when you tried to drink out of it, if you held it up too high, it would splash you in the face. <laughs> 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 Yoo-Hoo, of course. Is you doing in plastic bottles well, now? Some of it is, but you can still get them in glass I, bottles. I, yeah. I always see it in cans uh, now. I do see it in glass yeah. bottles, though. It's one of the few that like, still can't get in a glass bottle. They just have changed the shape of it. And, uh, you'll be happy to know, Chris, originally, uh, that was originally made in New Jersey. Yes. Uh, was, was it? Uh,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, I live on the, uh, West Coast, and I don't think, uh, we get YooHoo. after.
2: Oh, that's a
0: terrible, awful place you live in.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna move well, back. <laughs> I love that YooHoo is a chocolate milk tasting drink that has no milk in it.
0: And it doesn't
1: quite <laughs> taste like chocolate. doesn't quite taste like no, chocolate, tastes-
0: either. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a weird down chocolate. I ask, what does it taste like? It tastes like Yoohoo. There's no other way to describe it. That is just what it tastes <laughs> You're like. You're right. You're absolutely right. just tastes like that. Like, what does Mountain Dew taste like? Mountain Dew. Oh, does it taste like lemon and no, lime? No. no, it doesn't. It tastes like Mountain Dew. Also, uh, Yoohoo was the favorite drink of, uh, Pope John Paul II. Fun, fun fact. <laughs> really? When <laughs> <That's his favorite laughs> he came drink. to America, he specifically requested it.
1: Now, had he heard uh, of it in, like, in Poland? And he was like, "Now I have to I go, go to America. When he came here,
0: he, he answered several <laughs> cases of that American chocolate drink. He wasn't allowed to mention it by name because that would be an endorsement. Ah, that chocolate <laughs> flavor <laughs> drink. <laughs> I wonder if, like, did he throw a little couple Hail Marys the owners of you way? You know, a little suck <laughs> little for the effort. <laughs> All right, and uh, All right. I know this has been brought up on your show, but uh, we're going to discuss it here as well. He's referred to, the, when they're going through their thing, they bring up Han Solo, but he's referred to as Han. <laughs> the ah, infamous debate of Han versus like Han.
1: Uh, well, I grew up calling him Han, and I still, although after doing the show, I'm gradually, I called them Han and Leia. And gradually, I'm I'm slowly transferring over to Han and Leia. That just sounds so wrong. It sounds too <laughs> European. You say Han, yeah, I, so... I, I, uh, I guess it yeah. was It was always... it never.
0: I always did Han and Leia, and I guess I was just the opposite of you. Whenever somebody said it the other way, I'm like, ugh, they don't know Star Wars. No matter who it was. Even if it was somebody in the movie, I'm like, well, they're stupid. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about.
1: <laughs> well, I stand by my Leia pronunciation because uh, both uh, Grand Moff Tarkin and General Dodana refer to her as Princess Leia. They both say... Prince, using the plans provided by Princess Leah. So, she's called Leah throughout the first I, I've movie. I've always so. assumed
0: what happened was, the actor looked down on the page and said, uh, hey, George, how do I pronounce this? Uh, whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that everybody just did whatever they wanted. Yeah. Um, that's
1: probably pretty, pretty much right. Uh, yes, but I don't know where I got Han from. I mean, they they
0: call him Han. Yeah, know, they call him Han. Movie, and so. Han. I, yeah, I guess. It's just I wonder if it was, like, a
1: commercial or something.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if, like, anyway. uh, one, they just thought one sounded better, and were like, we'll do both, then we can make two, we can make two separate action figures.
1: Totally, well, they did, actually, <laughs> they made the big head Han and the small head Han.
0: <laughs> All right, so in this scene, Dante takes the side that Empire is a superior movie, while Randall takes Jedi, and my reasoning behind why they picked their specific sides is, Randall just likes to have fun and have a good time, and Dante is a miserable bastard. So he likes the Empire because, for exactly what he says, because it has the down ending, and he wants yeah, just like life. Well, just just like life, his life, because the first twenty minutes of the movie (laughs) is just him getting crapped on. Right.
1: (laughs) So suppose they had um, included uh, Star Wars in that. Do you think they still would have
0: gone the same Um, way? I don't know.
1: Would Randall have picked um, Jedi and uh, Dante? I feel like
0: Randall's a Star Wars man.
1: Yeah, Star Wars
0: where he, the reason why he didn't mention Star Wars is to him, Star Wars is its own thing, like, number one. Like, that's a question, com-
2: There's, no, qu- yeah, there's no competition. And it's a
0: closed movie. It. It's got the beginning, middle, and end. It's not reliant on the other two movies. I think that's why it's not even brought up.
1: Well, it's funny that uh, Dante says, oh, it has a, a nice uh, downbeat ending, you know, like a... Uh, and, of course, Joss Whedon famously was saying it doesn't have an ending, and that's why he does not, does yeah, not well, like it. I don't it. like
0: Joss Whedon, so there you go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. I was going to get him to <laughs> yeah. go on your show, but now he's like, you're... Uh... He's like, well, actually, he's sitting <laughs> next to me. I'm sorry. Mr. Weedon, oh, come back, come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to break down exactly yeah. what happens during the two movies, and he talks about first Death Star getting blown up, and Dante corrects him. Luke blew it up. Give credit where credit is due. Uh, this... <laughs> argument is way ahead of its time, because this is the kind of stuff you have to deal with today, where you mention something in passing, and somebody's going to nerd correct yeah. you. Uh, actually, what happened was...
1: Well, it's funny that you say that, because I wanted to actually correct them in this very scene, because uh, Dante goes out of his way to... Uh, point out that the Death Star was blown up compliments of Lando Calrissian when it's Wedge who blew up the Death Star.
0: I have, I have written in my uh, notes. I will read it word for word. It says compliments of Lando Calrissian. Period. <laughs> so I guess F Wedge and Yen yeah, nub, huh?
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah uh, Wedge of course gets no love. Even though he's the only guy that's there both times.
1: Well, I, I, I'm, I'm firmly in the camp that says he deserves no love. He was a total coward and and left his post in the first movie. Oh,
0: when he gets, uh, he takes the one blaster and is like, oh, I'll, I, I'm no good to you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh. The, the, the heaven forbid you actually like uh, get between Luke and the actual fighters and provide some cover for him. No, 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 just go ahead. Wedge, you leave. You go ahead. and... It's like you wanted to beat the traffic back to back to Yavin. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to get out early before the before it ends." That way, you know, I don't have to
0: To be fair, um I guess who's the smart one though? He's the one that's walked away from both of them. <laughs> yeah, sure, fair enough. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure. Was a coward as I'm sitting back <laughs> on my retirement home."
1: Oh, yeah, but I just told but there's people who are saying, "Oh, he deserves he's the hero of the rebellion and he deserves a
0: medal." And Well, no, he's not not that that because... because, Well, he's not that because when they asked him to reprise his role, he said no, so he can go screw himself. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't come back when they're offered, hey, do you want to come back for, you know, 10 minutes and reprise your role in Star Wars? Oh, no, no. I'm I'm too busy.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like, if you're Harrison Ford, you can say that. Hey, I'm too busy. If you're a person whose name I can't remember who played Wedge, you
1: can't say that. Dennis Lawson. (laughs) Wedge.
0: Well, Chris, I didn't expect you to know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you haven't known any of the people we've referenced so far. <laughs> Who's Harrison Ford? I was for you to be like, I've never actually seen Star Wars. No, <laughs> oh, I've seen it my entire childhood. <laughs> it's almost impossible to avoid, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you could. At this point, I feel like you're going out of your way to avoid it. If you don't at least know certain cultural touchstones that happen in it. Like if somebody... I mean, it's one thing if somebody makes a deep cut. Yeah. Like if you mention Wedge and they don't know who it is. But if you're like, ah... Uh, you know, that guy's like Darth Vader, and they go, who's that? Shut up. Like, you know who that is. You don't even have to have seen the movies to know who Darth Vader is.
2: Unless they grew up, like, you know,
1: in a small village in Tanzania or something.
0: Alright, now, he doesn't (laughs) quite get into it, and a little bit happens next minute, but uh, I'll get your take on it, Alex, of Mm -hmm. what do you feel about Randall's argument that he's about to make ...about why the destruction of the second Death Star is not as clean as the destruction of the first Death Star. The first one is blown up, evil is punished, it's all Imperial. So, he's good with the, you know, millions of people, hundreds of thousands of people that died on the first Death Star. He's okay with that. Second Death Star, he's a little upset... Because it was still under construction, right? The first one, evil he was, was punched. but not this that were there. Uh, <laughs> I
1: um, it's a it's a morally tough issue, as the uh, contractor guy points out. You know, you kind of know the risks when you go in. Like you know if, that if you're working for a, a big government project and there's terrorists who are trying to blow up government projects, that that's kind of the risk you take. I guess did they get like insurance and stuff? Do you think <laughs> families did they get like a big payout? I
0: don't know. Do you think? They... <laughs> I'm trying to imagine myself with the Emperor sitting at the table with the, all of his insurance agents as they're trying to lay out. All right, so this is the insurance plan we're going to have. I don't know why I'm even here. Like, like, this was so much easier when I was just trying to overthrow the government. It really sucks to be in charge.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. We don't really know much about the Empire. Other, We know they like to blow up planets, and we know Darth Vader likes to choke guys. But we don't really see very much of, like, what their policies
0: are that are so heinous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what's the day to day going on there?
1: Yeah. For all we know, like, Palpatine is really, like, a good benevolent dictator. You know what I mean? <laughs> we don't we don't really see any of his, what his acts are or anything. So, um, I'm sure he's still out. There. I don't know.
0: Well, I mean. Also,
1: I want to. I have to take issue with Dante's... Uh, I do think there probably were also some prisoners on the first Death Star, so probably some innocent people did die in that one, too.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't make an omelet without cracking eggs, I guess.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. They knew the risks.
0: <laughs> yeah, they knew the risks when they got caught in prison there. I mean, I did hear... Uh, this is uh, you know me trying to remember ten years ago, but I remember when prequels were coming out, and we first get introduced to the... You know, your favorite and my favorite, the oceans from the from Attack of the Clones,
1: beloved, character. yes,
0: uh, very memorable. Everybody remembers them. Mm-hmm. You know, Pablo the Lesser, definitely up there with Luke Skywalker, is one of the most memorable characters in Star Wars lore. <laughs> George Lucas said something along the lines of, "Well, now Kevin Smith can rest easy because now he knows who built the second Death Star. He doesn't have to worry about the contractors." Well, wait, what do you mean he was He was trying to say that the G and Oceans built it. I guess the second one as what well we
1: built the. Of- first well so they built the second one i guess too? that's what
0: he was trying to say so one of two yeah. things there: either they built both or george didn't realize that in this conversation he's only referring to you know he's he's talking about both death stars at once i mean yeah. i'm gonna guess it's possible george lucas has never seen clerks and someone just told him about the conversation
1: right or just that clip or something you know he saw it one time but he must see so much star Wars. yeah
0: I, yeah he's just like i mean did he watch it just to see if he had to sue him he's like <laughs> no i'll wait he's saying nice things oh, i guess we'll just let it go He's like, there's no logos or anything on there.
1: Well, far be it for me to correct George Lucas about Star Wars, but uh, the current under the current canon, the Gene Oceans were all there was like a genocide in, in during the Clone Wars. So I don't know how. I don't think they probably would have been involved in the construction of the second Death Star. Sorry. Yeah. Well, apparently, the- sorry to be a downer, bringing up genocide on the podcast, <laughs> it, but uh,
0: listen, thirty minutes in, that's probably the the least offensive thing that's been brought up on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So they're like, oh, only only genocide, how they're not going to talk about, uh, you know, 30 rental titles and go through what they think each one's about. (laughs) That that was a real highlight. (laughs) Yeah, some of them were bad. Some of them were prequel bad. All right. So I don't think, I'm trying to think about anything else in here. Oh, uh, Chris, if you haven't beamed off the planet, did you have something, wasn't there there anything left? Wasn't there uh, some extra in the script? This is the part that was cut out of the script. He says, right,
2: the emperor, he's kind of a spiritual figure, yes? And then he says, how do you mean? And he says, well, he's like the Pope for the dark side of the force. He's a holy man, a shaman kind of, albeit an evil one, and Dante says yes. then Randall says, now he's in charge of the empire. The the imperial government is under his control, and the entire galaxy is under imperial rule. Then wouldn't that logically mean that it's a a theocracy? If the head of the empire is a priest of some sort, then it stands to reason that the government is therefore based on one religion. Hence, the empire is a fascist theocracy, and rebel forces were therefore battling religious persecution. The only problem is that at no point in the series did I ever hear Leia or the rebels declare a particular Religious belief—that's what—that's the party cut out. Oh, no. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go
0: on the record and say that was a good cut. Yeah, uh, I think the difference between that and the stuff that was in the film is that is all supposition. He's making what he thinks it was about, whereas the other stuff they discussed actually happened.
2: Right. And isn't the Jedi actually a religious belief?
0: If you think, if you think of it that way, too. Well, I mean, it depends. <laughs> are we are we talking original trilogy when it was all like a, a belief system, or uh, when it became? When it became an infection of some right. sort.
1: Well, and also we don't know if the again we don't know if the emperor instills his force beliefs on everyone else. Yeah, I, mean, I like, feel
0: I don't think people know he's an evil
1: space wizard.
0: That's <laughs> so, like, not. I, I always thought that was on his business card: evil space wizard, she <laughs> Palpatine, evil space wizard. You know, I once fought Master Yoda. Right? <laughs> people just walk <laughs> away from him. <laughs> and what
2: makes them think he's like the Pope? Just because he's old? Because that's that's
0: the only like. He has robes. And His robes. Robes. Yeah. he has robes, yeah. He has weird guys in red uniforms hanging around them. He, he never wore that crazy <laughs> hat, though. <laughs> Listen, if the Pope one day, like, start blasting off some force lightning, I would convert in a half heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> he just lays into some guy and blasts him. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm following the wrong religion. <laughs> yeah, <wait. laughs> all right, so uh, on that blasphemous note, uh, Chris, do you have anything else? We've uh, exhausted all my notes. <laughs> no, that was... That was a lot of notes I just read. Listen, I gotta be honest. I was just happy to get through one minute where Dante wasn't whining about everything. Although I guess he whined a little bit about Empire, but this <laughs> was less than usual. <laughs> uh, Alex, do you have anything else to discuss, either Clerks and/or Star Wars related? Uh,
1: no. I think I'm. Uh, I think I've said everything I have to say about it. What about-
0: all right, why don't you uh, tell the fine people out there at Movies by Minutes land where to find you if for some reason they don't know where to find you already.
1: Uh, I am the co-host of two podcasts, the Star Wars Minute podcast and the recently launched, well, recently as of this recording, Godfather Minute podcast. And That was only once a week, so it's, it's a very little commitment, Movies by Minute-wise. So, uh, yeah, you can check those out at StarWarsMinute.com and GodfatherMinute.com or you can just go to my website, ComicBookAlex.com. And there you'll find everything you need to know about me and what I'm doing and to whom.
0: Oh, excellent. Yes, uh, if you are not already listening to Star Wars Minute, you are doing yourself a disservice. Go listen to that, Matthew. You've heard us stumble through the first 30 episodes of this. It's a, it's a slightly different experience. If you want to find us, we're over on DuelingGenre.com. With all their other fine Movies by Minutes podcasts. You want to see the full list of what I can only assume is 85 or so Movies by Minutes, go to moviesbyminutes.com. Check out our Facebook and Twitter. It'd be nice if you went over to iTunes, give us a five star review. And uh, stop by Star Wars Minute and Godfather Minute. Give them five star reviews too. Yeah, totally. It it helps somehow. No one really knows how. It's some sort of secret formula that the rest of us aren't a part of. All right, I think that is it for us. Supposed to be here today, we are not.